The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Right now, I wanted to get to this. A headline caught my eye today. It jumped out actually, and it said bosses are clueless that workers are miserable and looking to leave their jobs. Whoa! Uh, It all had to do with a Microsoft Corporation survey of workers around the world that found the majority feel they are struggling or just surviving in the conditions, uh, the work conditions that we have been in over the past year. In fact, a large percentage are considering leaving their employer this year. Now, that's pretty interesting uh, in itself, but the survey also showed that most business leaders who were polled said they were thriving. So the employees not doing well, the leaders thriving. What's going on there? The data also found that burnout is widespread with 54% of workers saying they're overworked and 39% saying they are simply exhausted. To take a closer look at all of this, we are joined this afternoon by Dr. Linda Duxbury, who is a management professor at the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University. Dr. Duxbury has extensive uh, work and study in work and family balance, management support and technology and workforce change in the office. Thrilled to have her join us. Us. Dr. Duxbury, welcome to 630 Chad. Thanks so much. Okay, let's start with this. I mean, when I saw that headline today, you heard my rea- reaction. I was like, whoa, what is that? That's a pretty, that's some pretty strong language. You're, you, from the work that you've done, from what you have seen, what you have heard and witnessed over the past year, doctor, I mean, is that, do you think that that is a fair headline do you think that that is you know well, does that sum things first, up well first of all anybody who ever does anything with the media knows that the headlines are written not actually <laughs> to reflect the content of the message but Come to get on. readers to read so but we've been doing quite a bit of research on uh we've been doing a survey called employee well-being in times of covid mm. i can tell you that it's nonsense that the bosses are doing well. Oh, really? <laughs> that is, that's, you know, that's bosses going, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But they're not really good. And I can tell you that many employees are definitely not doing well. The data in Canada on burnout is very similar to what, uh, what you just reported mm. from the Microsoft study. Um, but what I can also say is this idea of working at home and telework, what we're, not, what we're doing now is not telework. Mm. <laughs> I call it emergency work from home. And, you know, the problem is, of course, many people don't have offices. Many people have their kids right there. Mm. Uh, they're, they're struggling with guilt. They're doing homeschooling. They're doing all kinds of nonsense. Plus, our data says people people are at the end of their rope. Mm-hmm. We ask them about emotions they're feeling. Number one, frustration. Number two, anger. Number three, like it's it's not a nasty world out there. Interesting. I mean, it is a nasty world out there. It's yeah. not a nice place right now. <laughs> it's interesting when you look at uh, some of these numbers, you know, the 46% of people surveyed saying they were planning to move to a new location this year, 41% saying they're mulling leaving their jobs. And, and I'm wondering if... You know, when you look at the ones that say that they're they're thinking about leaving their jobs, I wonder if it really has to do with with the work environment that they've found themselves in, maybe, you know, working from home, or the fact that, you know, this has been a real wake-up call over the past year, but what we really want to be doing with our lives and our careers. 
Well, what we found is that a lot of people who were thinking of leaving, some people love their organization, go, oh, my God, they've been so supportive, Mm -hmm. they've accommodated me. Others say, if I see one more message from HR saying, we care, we want you to look after yourself, well, at the same time, my boss is going, yes, yes, we care, but this is due in an hour, Mm. so we don't care. And by the way, there's another team slash Zoom call that we want you to come on. So it's there's we see a lot of people think their employer's amazing, but we see equal numbers saying their employer is just horrible and are really frustrated that they talk support but it's all about expectations of working 24-7. So what, on both sides then, Dr. Duxbury, what do employers need to be realizing right now? What do employees need to be realizing right now? Well, we're all hoping it's over soon. Yes. We're all reading the news about what's going on in Europe, going, please, for the love of God, give me my vaccine. Okay, we're all, we're all there. But on the other hand, so... You know, an employee is not an employee. So there's two classes, really, or two groups. The one, my professionals, which when we come out of this, there's going to be a lot of competition for a certain type of worker, okay? Mm-hmm. Knowledge worker, technology, etc. At the exact same time, and even some professional jobs are never coming back, okay? Uh, So people are not going to leave if there's nothing else to go to. That being said, you should be very careful, employer, on how you actually do treat your people if they're in professions that are going to take off after this where there's simply not enough people. Mm. So, you know, don't send out the nice messages from HR if you're not going to walk the talk. Don't expect people to, you know, to be working 24-7. And do recognize that for many of your people... They've got, they've got their kids there. They're worried about their elderly relatives. They're worried about their own health and actually cut them some slack. Don't talk about cutting slack actually cut slack you know it's interesting i just had a text uh dr duxbury someone saying saying please call me linda oh linda thank you i only i only get people to call me but my title is sir jerk you seem okay you know i appreciate that linda all right so here's the thing i just had a text that came in and said oh you know oh poor imagine the boss is actually having to tell their employees to do the work that's expected of them i don't think that that's what we're talking about here i think it's you know maybe over and above and the the the, the work life balance being blurred because we're not in the office anymore and and the person who's saying oh imagine the bo-, like honestly has very little empathy for what's going on it's not about getting people to do their jobs it's the fact that we're expecting people to be available 24 mm. 7 we're expecting them to be on these zoom calls so you know part of what we're finding is you used to have a meeting and then you'd have a little washroom break and maybe you'd get a coffee 
and you do this. Now it's meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting because there's no traveling to where you're going. So actually our data says that people are definitely putting in more hours and they're definitely putting in those hours on evenings and weekends. But they're also putting in more hours on childcare. Yeah. So, you know, the typical mother in our sample now is working 96 hours a week committed to work and to their children. And your typical male in our sample is well over 85 hours. Mm. So, you know, people are exhausted. They're not sleeping. They're stressed, etc. What I would caution employers is when we come out of this, mm. you better have some good mental health supports out there because people are just hanging in there and when this is over you're going to see a lot of people relaxing to the point where their physical and mental health declines or has they have issues do you think that um you know on the on the mental health front i think there's you know there might be some out there saying oh come on i mean you know you can you can go get the help but we know that you know it's it can be pricey if you don't have any coverage right it can cost it can cost a lot and you know the companies can talk the talk but they have to to walk the walk so if you know if you have three sessions that are covered that's great that's a really good starting point but when it comes to mental health my goodness we've heard this over and over again pretty much across the board with employees i'm not sure it matters what what business that you're working in what industry that you're working in that that mental health key is going to be so very important and you know anybody who knows anything about burnout knows that it's not like three visits buck up okay you're fine by the time you hit burnout burnout is happens after extreme prolonged exposure to stress and you know i'd kind of guess uh you know 13 months of a pandemic would actually for many people fit as an extreme prolonged exposure to uh, stress so it's not like once you hit that wall you know, it's like Humpty Dumpty. Once you fall off that wall, it's not like, you know, you can bounce right back. So we have to recognize that the more we push people now and the less slack we give them. Mind you, I bet you I've got employers going, oh, my God, but I'm going to go bankrupt. Mm. You know, I, if I don't deliver, I might not be here. I mean, it's a very, it's not, it's, it's a nasty environment here for both employers and employees you know and i just i just had someone text in say as an employer i should be worrying about their mental health come on they can go kick stones take care of it on yourself uh, take care of it on your own <laughs> did somebody really say that yeah well, well there you go then <laughs> uh that's fairly staggering in my mind well, I know long-term implications for your for your company for you know having to replace people, all of that sort of stuff. I mean, but but again, some people just can't wrap their head uh, literally around you know mental health issues. It's it's still a it's still a huge topic that we need to keep talking about. But you know, the, the very fact that they say that, yeah. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to work for them. <laughs> and what 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 you're reaping now, you're going to sow later. So. You know, if I worked for that company, I'd be in that Microsoft going, I can hardly wait to leave. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, when they leave, they're going to tell their closest 100 friends about why they're leaving. 
and then those friends are going to tell and then those friends so if you don't believe in treating people well or empathetically because of your personal beliefs think of it as a business Mm. imperative Mm -hmm. when we're moving forward into you know into a new environment before i let you go and i know we're uh, going to run out of time here uh, fairly quickly <laughs> you have something else to get to and i really appreciate you making time for us this afternoon one of yeah, the things i been... my, I'm, have to do another zoom call <laughs> with a phd student in <laughs> 10 minutes one of the things that i've been worried about and thinking about lots is that when we have empty buildings when we have people working from home um how that eventually will change the culture of a workplace. When we come back together, some people may want to continue to work from home, others desperately want to be back in the office, but the impact of the workplace as a whole by not having people together, have you looked into that and what that yeah, could mean? So, so a couple things. One, our data says about one in four can hardly wait to get back in yeah. the office. About one in four never want to go back to the office again. And pretty well all of those people actually have no children. And then the vast majority, like 50%, want a hybrid arrangement, okay? Uh, Two days days at home, three days in the office, whatever. Now, first of all, that's going to be really challenging for a lot of employers who go, well, how exactly am I going to make that work? And what if, you know, I don't want you to ever work at home? The second, though, is I would really suggest employers have to start thinking about hybrid model. Mm. One, for retention especially for valued people. And number two, because organizational culture will take a hit. Yeah. And, and now if cu- culture is your competitive advantage, mm. which it is for some businesses like Microsoft, like, you know, then in fact, it's important that they come in. Now, if, if you're one of those employers who go, well, why should I care about the mental health of my people? And, you know, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Well, then maybe you're better having them work at home where they have less exposure to, you know, the, the 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 idea that in fact you don't care about your people. Linda Duxbury joining us this afternoon. I've 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 really enjoyed our conversation. Let's do it again <laughs> sometime soon. Thank you for Call this. Me Linda. Yeah. Take Thank care. You. Linda Duxbury. Thank you so much. Uh, who she has she has been studying workplaces, workplace culture, that balance between work and home life for years. Uh, you know, technology and and workforce change. Uh, we'll get to some of your comments coming in at 780-496-0063. Again, I think, you know, she said right off the top, you know, one of the things about this article that was done by Microsoft uh, Corporation said that, you know, the employees are really suffering or say that they're really uh, suffering and not doing well, while the bosses say that they're thriving. And she says, well, that's a bunch of BS. She says, in fact, the bosses are having troubles as well. But of course, you know, if there's a survey, they're going to say that, yes, things are okay. So uh, on that note, when you looked at that headline,